Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. Oh, hey, Dan. What's up? Hey, uh, funny you're gaming. Uh, you know how whenever we're gaming together and you're on like a big boss fight, you're always talking about how you never really knew your dad and you miss him and you wish you knew him? Yeah, that's crazy. I, I think about that every day, actually. I mean, I, I think about it too, and that's... I pulled some strings and you made me really think a lot about it, and I, I hope you're not mad, but I, I actually looked up your dad, dude. You, you what? I looked him up, I found him in the yellow pages. And I hope you really don't mind that I brought him here. I just, that's, I'm, I'm literally speechless, dude. That's insane. He's in the other room. Can you, can you come yeah. on in? Bring, bring him in. Dad? Is that you? Oh my God, Dad! I haven't seen you in 25 years. I, I don't know where you've been. Mom's so worried. We just want. I just want to... Ten... For what, Dad? I don't know what to say. What's wrong? I'm in a really bad place right now. Well, Dad, I, I can't just lend you $10. I, I don't have it. I'm sorry. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the What the Famicom Gaming Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Dan, a.k.a. Dan Tendo, and with me, as always, is... Nick Tendo. Wait, did you did you just start calling yourself Nick Tendo? No, someone called me Nick Tendo, and I thought it was really, really dumb. But now I kind of like it, so I gotta... I don't was, remember. It was my dad. My dad. My dad. It was a nickname he gave me when he left many oh. years ago. I haven't seen my dad in like 25 years. I'm not gonna get into it. But anyway, no, nah, so I'm Nick Tendo, folks, and I'm here for another rousing episode of what what do we call this thing what is it uh the dan tendo hour nice wow that's a great that's a great name everything <laughs> should be tendo that's genius with the family tendo so, I, so didn't, I didn't get open your any of your text messages what is today's episode about well it's actually a really special episode you know why yeah it's of course i do but you today, go first today we are celebrating our 1977th episode what? You know, oh. and we're here to talk about games from a long time ago in a galaxy uh -huh. far, far away. Have you guessed what kind of games we're going to talk about today, dude? On the count of three. How about this? On the count of three. Okay. Say what you think the topic is. Okay. I think I got it now. One. I think I'm ready. Two. Yep. Three. Your mom's calling Star off. Star Trek. Oh. Shit. It's Colin, actually a, a colonoscopy. Did you say colonoscopy? I think I did. <laughs> I just heard my mom's. And I didn't even know where you went with that. Uh, well, it's actually a, it's actually probably a combination of both. Yeah, I guess. Star Trek and that black yeah. holes and disgustingness. And uh, it's actually about everyone's favorite thing, Star Wars. Oh, dude, I love Star War. Well, Star War games, Star War games. Yeah, Star War games. That's what Regular I was saying. Regular War, plural games. So, Star Wars... Star, it might really be Star Wars games. Star Wars game? 
Yeah, one no, Star singular, Wars games. If singular you game talk about more than one world. Star Wars game. Singular game. Stop. If you're talking about more than one Star Wars game. Yes. What do you call it? I think it's Star Wars games. Star Wars games, yes. Okay. I didn't know, dude. I, you're okay. the you're the expert here. That's why I'm on the podcast, just hey, to man. learn. If anyone I actually know a lot about Star Wars, I actually guessed it on your show talk star wars we can get that out of the way i know you like to plug yourself oh, in the episode i thought we'd plug can it I plug can i plug a, a podcast yes you can yeah Let's get I actually do. so Let's... i can delete it quick so uh, the unpanders you can find them at any social you can find them anywhere click the links wait you don't have a video with links do you never mind the unpanders does on the video wait so on the video you can click the video and it takes you somewhere it doesn't take you anywhere but you can click <laughs> and 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 the name is there, and there's other links attached. I'm sure oh, okay. you do that for your audience as well. Okay. Well, yeah. we talked Star Wars. I The episode I guessed it on, we talked Star Wars. Yeah, you were there. I remember now. It was terrible. What do you mean you remember now? <laughs> anyway, so we talked Star Wars. So I know a lot about Star Wars. And now you hopefully you do too. But we also know a certain amount about Star Wars games. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because Star Wars and video games are the perfect mixture. They're like... nerd them? Yeah, it's like the like perfect combination of, of virginity and Mountain Dew. You yeah. know, it's like... I agree. It's like peanut and butter. Like wearing glass... Peanut butter and what? What were you going to say, dude? I know you weren't going to say jelly, so Mountain I was just waiting. <laughs> peanut butter and Mountain Dew. Yep. Ah, the old... I can smell the pocket protectors from here. That's crazy, because ironically enough, I feel like Star Wars never had great video game presence. They on and off. I don't need great. Name a great Star Wars game. Maybe we'll talk about a great one. Wow. Well, let's start from the beginning. Is is the so? Mm -hmm. Well, let's 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 see. There have been numerous, countless, and if you know, I'm going to throw in a Star Wars reference. Count Dooku lists games that have been released for a Star Wars franchise from the earliest game. You know, do you know when the earliest game was? No, it was literally the first uh, Star Wars game. The first Star Wars game was an unlicensed Apple computer game. In 1978, oh, it was actually a fucking cassette tape. 78? An Apple II. And from, that's fucking weird and stupid at the same time. But after that, since then, there have been 100 games with the Star Wars brand. And a lot of them focus Ooh. on... Who do, what are the all mostly Star Wars games focus on? Luke, right? Yeah. Most of them? Yeah. Luke, Leia, Han. Yeah. Everyone knows... Everyone knows, like, you know... The classics. They're playing the classics. They're playing the you know, hits, like, baby. Yeah, we get it. We get it, games. We already seen this one. It's a repeat, you know? <laughs> Been there, done that. Been there, Darth that, you know? Nice. And I'm sick of it. But all that's, all that I'm trying to get across is we've seen it all. But there are some games that have come out since then that are based on not just the movies, but books and other stories. The you universe. Know? Like the Star and, Wars yeah, universe, other parts, yeah, other people. characters Thanks. that made a difference, but are total dorks that nobody really gave a shit about. And some of them were just in the form of video games, and they're on they're unsung heroes, and we kind of want to give them their purple medal. We want people to know who they are. You know, I hear you. I'm on the edge of my seat. I mean, I don't know if you you know this that Disney bought Star Wars. Yeah, when did they actually buy it? Was this like they five bought years ago? them in 2012? But before that, okay. So I was gonna get to this later, but before that, all bets are off with like anything Star Wars related. 
if it was books, if it was a cartoon, if it anything Star Wars related, they just they, there was no canon. Anything it was like anything flies, and they didn't Long. care. Like if something happened in a game, if Han Solo got shot in the face in a video game, he could still show up in a book because they didn't adhere to like some fucking George Lucas <laughs> wasn't like ah uh, that's I'm okay. That's that George Lucas impression. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There was no canon, so it was kind of like just whatever. Like, you can have a game where Darth Vader uh, wins. You can have a game where a planet is blown up, and, like, nobody cares. Yeah. Once fucking... Get this, in one of those books, Mm -hmm. Chewbacca died, and a moon fell on his face. A moon fell on him and killed him. Wow, that's a rough way to go. I know. (laughs) You kind of... It's weird. You kind of sound like Ray Romano. I do think my Chewbacca kind of... Debra, (laughs) Debra, right. Hey Ray, it's me. hey Ray, it's me, your brother. I'm uh, seven foot two. <laughs> Rayman, Rayman. Oh, <laughs> what no. Oh. oh no, what's his name? I don't fucking remember. Darth Vader shot me. <laughs> Rayman. So Ray, you know, Rayman and his, Ray Ronner and his brother were in Star Wars. Bottom line. Yeah, they were. That's so canon. what? What's one of the best and most iconic Star Wars games to come out? Because in the eighties. There was games. In the 90s, early 90s, there were some games. But one of the games in the forefront that had an unsung hero. You know, I want people to know about this guy. Nick, what's this? Who's this guy? What's this game? If you're referring to to Kyle Katarn, I refuse to talk about him. Why? Because I don't like his attitude. He never talks. So let's let's just talk about this right here. There was a game that came out for MS-DOS, Windows... Yeah, once you say MS-DOS, you know it's an older game. Came out right after Doom. I think Doom was 93, so this is 95. A lot of people called it the Doom clone. It was called Star Wars Dark Forces. Um, some of you may remember it has the uh, the white stormtrooper shooting the gun. Yeah, like the oh, I remember that. Yeah. Actually, it was by LucasArts. Um, like I said, 1995. LucasArts, were the, they were the king of 90s, <laughs> 90s gaming. Yeah, most of their stuff was like point and click and like adventure games and stuff like that. Yeah. This was one of their only first person shooters, I believe. Oh, really? I didn't know it was one of their only ones. One of. I. This is up till then. I mean, after that, they could have branched out. So don't hold me to any uh, quotes here, folks. But did you know it was recently, this game was recently announced as non-canon. That's pretty awesome. See, isn't that fucking shit? <laughs> it's kind of funny. It makes me but, sick. I mean, because they, but, I mean, it's it's literally, I think it's after the uh, the Death Star was destroyed. All okay. I know is, I think they're trying to rebuild the Death Star. So your character, Kyle Katarn, he steals right, the plans. Weird, why, he just has a normal guy name. It's That's kind of weird. Kyle Katarn? I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's kind of weird. Like, it's not Star Wars-y. I don't know, but... He's a mercenary. Oh, I didn't realize that. He does it by ducking between it, blah, blah, blah. What's weird about it is Star Wars is all about, like, spaceships and going through space and, like, Jedi powers and um, lightsabers and all that cool stuff. Yeah. Kyle Katarn just picks up guns and shoots people in, like, hallways. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all he does. He just walks down hallways and shoots people. It is a little bit like Doom or Wolfenstein or whatever. It's just they happen to be wearing... Stormtrooper stuff, or Did like they use the same engine. No, so I looked this up. There's a lot of talk that um <clears throat> they stole from the Duke Nukem engine. Oh my, are you <laughs> are you serious? I swear to God, I heard a, a 
a guy talking about it. He said, there's a rumor that, because this is one of the first first-person shooters that had um, up and down looking. Like in Doom, you're locked into one look. Well, wait, never was look it, oh, this down. came out before Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem did that. Yes, too. correct. And this, this is one of the first games that you could look up and look down. And there was also a jump button. What's crazy is when I was playing these games on my system, mm-hmm. I've mentioned this before, but the way most people played these games early on, I don't think it was WASD and then mouse to move your guy because there was no up and down looking to games. Yeah. Most people played where the mouse moved your whole character. So you would move the mouse forward to walk forward and then click. Oh, and shoot I, I think up. I vaguely remember that. I feel like. Yeah. That's how people used to play these games before this technology got implemented. So now, once you can look up, down, left, and right, it's more. It makes more sense to use the mouse as your head. I only played this game a little bit. At my house. You owned it because you yeah. had it as part of the Lucas, Lucas Arts. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was came awesome. With like that, Monkey Dig. Island, and uh, Dig. Full Throttle. And Dig, I think. And Dig, I think it did. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. I rebought it on Steam like two years ago, and I played like. For- Three levels. Did you get that far? Yeah. Damn. How was it? Uh, it was fun. I mean, after a while, it does just become a Doom clone. Like, at first, yeah. it's fun. It's like, oh, I'm shooting yeah. Stormtroopers. This is the first yeah. time I'm ever doing that. And then it becomes more like Doom, and you're just like, okay, I get it. This, there's uh, key cards, right? There's colored key there's, cards. Yeah, there's key cards. It's like, whoa, this is... You're playing Star Wars. Don't you want to wave a lightsaber? Don't you want to do yeah. that kind of shit? 100%. They didn't have the technology, is my guess. And, and yeah. first-person shooters were in. They're so hot right now. Um, was Kyle hot? I don't know. I'm trying. I couldn't remember if you see him at all. I was trying to figure I out because I do. There's like cutscenes, but they're all like animation. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of weird. Like they're in between CG and animated. It's like kind of an in between look. Um. Oh, but yeah, about that engine. Apparently, it was made from scratch, and they named it the Jedi Engine. Oh, oh, nice. Some guy named Ray Gresco did it. His name came up with Blizzard and stuff. Do you know who he is? Uh, yikes, Blizzard. You know what I'm saying? Yikes. <laughs> too, new. too new. Too anyway, new. Ray Gresco, you can look him up if you want, but he's beyond the 90s, so we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, that's not how we do here. I think some of the team actually went on to work on Quake, too. Uh, when, did, <laughs> when did Quake come out? 90, I want to say the next year or two. So what is, so tell me what is Dark Forces about? Because I don't think I actually remember what it's actually about. Kyle Katarn, and you got to stop stormtroopers. I don't really 100% remember. I just remember he's running around. He's stealing the plans for the Death Star. Like, I vaguely actually remember that and not knowing why I was stealing the plans. Because as a kid, I was like seven or something. And I was like, why don't I just blow it up? Why do I have to steal the plans? That's weird because I feel like every Star Wars thing nowadays is about someone stealing the plans to the Death Star. Isn't it? I don't know. And it's weird that it was labeled uncanon. They were like, this is not canon. This is not part of the Star Wars universe. We are. Does Kyle Katarn like curse a lot? Is he sexist or? No, I don't. I'm telling you, I don't remember him talking or doing anything. I feel like he's like the Doom guy. Well, not Duke Nukem. Clearly, that's talking over the top. Uh, I feel like he was just quiet and just, I don't know. Here, here's what I remember. I do remember that you see him. I remember that there's cutscenes. I remember that they're like sort of like Monkey Island or Full Throttle. More like Full, Th- Full Throttle where it's cutscenes, they're hand-drawn, but they still mm-hmm. move. There's motions. Yeah. So if somebody like sees Kyle and pulls a gun on him, they like 
it's like hand-drawn animation pulling the gun and them and stuff like that. Right, and then you're back in the game. Yeah. The, um, it sold 300,000 copies, and um, I know... Whoa. Oh, yeah! I know, what big numbers. What the bank? They, um, they came out with something called the Dark Troopers. That was oh. their idea. And they, they made Kyle Katarn and Dark Trooper uh, action figures. Oh, shit, Yo, I didn't I didn't that. look it up. From Hasbro. Yo, fuck Hasbro. Katarn you know action figure. No, dude, I will not say that because they actually um, were thinking of plugging us. Oh, my God, uh, wait. Did uh, they get uh, the action figures of us? They were they were talking about it until you said a certain thing just a second ago. Oh, I want my head on like a buxom princess. Uh, this is gonna sound weird. Kyle Katarn is like, he looks like he's like Swedish. He looks like he's. Do you think he sounds like he's Swedish? Yeah. Yeah, the Death Stars can't <laughs> I have the plans, and this is not canon. Why would wait? Why would he say it's not canon? Because <laughs> <laughs> he already knows it's gonna happen. He's already. Gonna he already knows canon. his life is fake. Like the Truman <laughs> Disney, Show. Disney's on to him. Oh my god! Yeah. The whole time, imagine Dark Forces, but it's like the Truman Show where Kyle knows he's not real. He's not real. He just goes through the game, finding out that he's not real. And you know, there is, a, like there is a game. There is a game like that. You know. What game is it? Stanley Parable. Yes. How? I did you get that right, awesome. dude. That's incredible. You got that. I love that game. game. I played that like. 17 times. Well, there's like 70 different endings. So good. That it's good. one of my favorite recent games, like PC games. Yeah, it's it's definitely out there. It, it actually, it's coming to consoles. There was like a big deal Is out it? of it last year. Really? They like announced it, yeah. I think it uses it like the, uh, half, it's the Half-Life engine, right? I don't know why they can't just port it over. Dude, all right. Can we talk about, can we stop the recording? <laughs> we always want to talk about Half-Life. Every it's single my favorite I thought about getting a Half-Life tattoo today. There's two things you talk about, and it's actually really disturbing. It's either Half-Life or Kevin Spacey. Yeah, and he's he's going to make a comeback, I think. Wait, when he's going to be in the Half-Life movie. <laughs> Gordon Freeman. <laughs> no, he doesn't talk. He just smiles and turns Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Spacey wait, uh, as Gordon Freeman. Gordon Freeman just smiles, or Kevin Spacey just smiles? Well, either way, if he's going to play him in Half-Life, he doesn't talk. Gordon Freeman doesn't say one word. <laughs> it's, like, ironic. So it's it's just going to be Kevin Spacey turning to the camera and smiling with a crowbar? I don't know. Who Is plays Barney the guard? Oh, it's got to be someone so good, dude. Hey, it's me, Barney. It's me, Barney the guard. Ah! I let him die all the time, I feel like. What's the, uh, what's the aliens that crossover called? Not Zerg. Uh, they're from the planet begins with an X, like Zadu or something. That sounds right. I don't really feel like looking that up, but that sounds right. No, the coolest is the um the gut the the Marines that you go against. That was some of the best AI I've ever played against. In the first one, right? Yeah, because like they yeah, really I've never played the one. Black Mesa is that what they are? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Anyway, that's I'm glad we're talking about Star Wars today. Yeah, Star Wars is kind of like Half Life. <laughs> the sequel took forever. Yeah, um, everyone's waiting on the third one. Oh, everyone's no. waiting on the third one. Silent protagonist. Gabe Newell is uh, like George Lucas, kind of. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Gabe Newell is George Lucas. They're aren't they? I've never actually seen them both in one picture. You're. you're <laughs> Can I'm trying. I'm literally as we're talking. I'm someone trying to Google. Picture. Yeah. I'm trying to Go Google ahead. pictures of them together, and my phone is starting to smoke. Whoa. Pictures. I just did this. There's an FBI button 
What? Stop looking. Turn around. Okay, that's weird. I wonder why Wait, my there's an FBI button on your. <laughs> yeah, I hit the FBI button. It's it's certain keyboards have it. It's a PC thing. You're not a PC gamer, so don't worry. I'm a, I got I'm I got a laptop. <laughs> yeah, a laptop. Did you it's call from, it a laptop? He said it weird. years ago. Well, let's uh, talk about whether Dark Forces would run on your system right now. It actually did because I have it on Steam mm-hmm. and it and ran. It and oh. I don't know what my specs are, but I guess whatever way they remastered it, it works well enough because it's an old game. If I have of course anything... it's going to work well enough. Dude, do you think about the processing power you have in the computer, even your laptop now, compared to what you had back in the day? It's how, like five times you, better. How awesome was your, was your computer that you were able to run Dark Forces 20 years ago? No, Dark Forces wasn't that high res, dude. I'm telling you, I'm literally about to tell this for the audience. The only game that was what high audience? res is me and you when we listen to it later. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, the only game that you could... Romano. What right. if you listen to Sue's Us? <laughs> or his brother, Robert, whatever. What's his fucking name? I forgot his name, so I wasn't saying it. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. That's, uh, damn it. Uh, anyway, no, uh, Hitman was the only game you couldn't run for graphics purposes, right? Me or you? You. And then I don't think it ran on mine, either. I couldn't run anything. The only thing I could barely run is Kingpin, Life of, Life of Crime. Oh, I said Hitman. I meant Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone's listening, if anyone wants to, uh, my Kingpin doesn't work on my laptop right now. If anyone wants to buy me Kingpin on Steam or something, I would love it. He talked about it for like uh, three months leading up to buying it. Actually, he didn't buy it because it was rated 18. He my had dad bought it and my dad bought me a memory card. Or a video oh, card. Oh, a memory card that day? A video card, video card. Oh, damn, dude. You were balling out. Yeah. See, I knew my dad, dude. I wish I did, okay? I don't even want to bring it up anymore. Moving on. Thank you, Commander, for responding at such short notice. The Empire has been keeping us on the run since the destruction of the Death Star. The, uh, the game, Dark Forces, wasn't, like, super revolutionary graphically. It had what? some pretty sweet... It wasn't, dude. It wasn't, like, the number one. It was, like, it was pretty sweet. Um... The dude to trick the gamer, I think they employed something called like a fisheye um, technology where it made all the buildings look like they were looming over you. That's why anytime you went outside, the buildings kind of looked huge. They oh, weren't really, really that big. Smart. Isn't that smart? And yeah. you didn't notice it indoors. You only notice it outdoors when you're in like a big area. But huh. it made you feel like you were in a super big city, but like they were cutting corners. It was their way of cheating, especially because they had the like, higher and lower levels. It was, like, multi-tiered. Like, you could go up a level, down That's a level. That's kind of like what Duke Nukem kind of did, yeah, right? Yeah, Duke, yeah, like, manipulated stuff. Yep. Yeah, dude. So, that's the whole game. That's all I got on it. And I never beat it, and I mentioned this in a previous podcast. I got stuck at a part where I probably was supposed to find a secret or use a key or jump over something, and I couldn't, and I was only seven. And I spent hours just in the same area. And here's the thing that freaked me out. When you kill the stormtroopers, their bodies just stay wherever they are. Not they don't to mention, you're like normal games. Nah, they just stay on the ground as a, like a sprite or whatever. So, so it was actually cool the way they died. They would get shot and then like they would do this elaborate like fall down motion, like they were getting like really shot, like yeah. like they do in the damn movie when you think about it, right? Because mm-hmm. when stormtroopers get shot, they really get shot. It's not like they slowly fall down. They always like throw their arm up and fall backwards. Like, isn't that a thing? 
Uh, I think I've done that once or twice. No, I'm I'm saying in the movie in the series Star Wars. Don't no, say, they do. Don't they do. They like, do. Okay, okay, cool. I was yeah. making sure. The um, but I remember I, I was stuck at this part in this game, and I spent like hours just roaming around looking at all these dead stormtrooper bodies, and not knowing where to go. Did your dad like come down to the basement? And say, like, what are you doing? Son? Is everything okay? No, no. I just gave up and stopped playing it. That was the last time I played that game. So your last time you played it was like twenty some years ago. Yeah. I didn't play it again. Oh wow! I think that was my only memory of, of you having playing it. Yeah. Again, like I think this is like the fifteenth episode where you have a memory of a game, and I'm like, "Well, I remember you having it." <laughs> yeah, you do say that. Why do you? You gotta. I remember you had it. Is that your? I only the only memories I have of games are like other people. Uh, THQ, Nintendo sixty four oh, wrestling games. Oh, dude, so good. And I don't want to reference any other games because maybe I'll use them for future topics. You know? Oh my god, dude. That's yeah. fucking genius. So that's it. I We're read, done, right? Oh wait, it came out for the PC. What else did it come out for? Actually, I forgot. So I had it for the PC. I think it came out for uh, what system was it? 90... It begins with a T. It was PlayStation time? Yeah, it came out for the PlayStation. Ish. I think it might have come out for the PlayStation the next year. Okay, that makes sense. Either way, it got bad reviews. On the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. because they anytime they port these games that are made for PC to like a console, they have to cut corners a to meet the code and b they're working with different engines sort of they have to alter the engine and c they have to make a certain refresh rate. So like uh, I didn't even think about that. I want I always wonder why like once so they get ported, just are automatically shitty. Nah, they have to rewrite a whole shit ton of code. Um, and I think because you're working with a a processor that's in everyone's PlayStation. Like you can't be like, just buy a better processor. You can't. Yeah. It comes in the damn PlayStation. So you have to work with that processor and that Ram and that whatever. So for them to be like, fuck dude, I got to work with the PlayStation. And they're like, yeah, just, just make it. So they're like, all right, we'll make the game load farther distances or like shorter distances. Yeah. And we'll have, Ooh, we got to scale down on some of the graphics on the buildings or the floor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. It'll get higher refresh rate. And then to do shit like that. And then they have to, they love, like they mess around with everything, and then it has to pass tests. So. You know what sucks? Because uh, I was talking about how I remember the cutscenes being like full throttle and stuff. Yeah, yeah. If they were like that on the PC, who knows if they even existed on the PlayStation One? Because who knows if the PlayStation could even run those like? Ironically shit. enough, it's probably easier for the PlayStation to render that cutscene. Oh really? Yeah, because it's a set image. Like, it's a 2D, 3D, whatever it is, but it's a set picture. When you're playing the game, oh, it yeah. has to draw in real time, like, a whole area. So yeah. it's easier to render a shitty cutscene or whatever than it is, whatever. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, anyway, I schooled you on your podcast. It's over. I just mic dropped. How do you feel about uh, that? I'll let you mic drop on my face if you can tell me about any of the sequels. Wow. Um... Oof. They came out after the original. All right, this podcast podcast is over. I won. I got it right. All right. What I if, actually, what did, I, there were a few. There were a few sequels, and I think they were <coughs> more popular over time. The one that we were just talking about, Dark Forces sequel, was called Star Wars Jedi Knight: Dark Forces Two. Yeah, and it actually had Katarn back. Hell yeah, yeah, dude! I think he waves. He waves a lightsaber in it. Yeah, he has a lightsaber. Like that's yeah. like I never played it's what it. People I wanted the entire time. Yep. It took him until 1997. So Great. two years later, you got a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 
and I didn't get to play. I it, think so. that one. I know one of them. One of the Dark Forces games have like full motion video, like actors playing them. So that might have been it. Oh, maybe I didn't read about that. So the cutscenes aren't drawings. The cutscenes are like people like acting huh. it out. No shit. And then there's, I'm too lazy to look it up right now. But there's, I think one's Jedi Knight Dark Forces Three. I think Dark Forces was there? Three. Oh, must not. I don't think it was worked on by the same team or anything like that. So, what did you say? Dark Forces Two was called. Uh, Star Wars. Jedi. I just closed it. Jedi something. Jedi Knight. Okay, so I think there's a something, and then a Jedi Knight Two. So a Jedi Knight Two huh. is like it's like Soul Reaver and Legacy of King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Like, like the titles. Yeah, they start yeah. doubling up on titles. Yeah. Call I think, of Duty, that, do it all I think the Dark Forces games technically like morphed into the Jedi Knight games. So Dark Forces doesn't exist anymore. It's just like more so Jedi oh, Knight. It's non-canon. Are, uh, are the other games canon? I don't know what they declared non-canon. I think that's Everything so funny. Is, anything before 2012 is non-canon. Really? Yeah. Isn't that disgusting? Some of the Wait. best, like Kyle Katarn stole the Death Star plans. <laughs> Got them to Mon Mothra. Yeah, um, holy shit. How did you know that? I guess because I you told you I'm a Star Wars yeah. moron. So he got it to her. He said, hey, take these. Or Because he's, he's Swedish. Yeah, take these, no? Take these, please. Take these, please. <laughs> I want to go back to my country. <laughs> so he gives it the Death Star plans. He saves, he saves the world. He saves the galaxy. Sure. And then what? He... Two years later, they give him a lightsaber. Like he has to wait two years to get his medal. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And actually, I have a feeling that they didn't give it to him. I feel like it probably just some wacky, crazy way he gets a lightsaber. So I don't think they awarded him at all. I think they just I said, think, "Yeah, I don't I think they said thanks." That's what they did for him. That's kind of shitty. Yeah, it is. The they um, gave R two D two a medal at the end of the original Star Wars. And they don't give this guy who stole the Death Star plans anything. Did you know they originally were going to do, like, an R2-D2 blowjob scene? In which one? In the game. Is it a bonus level? No. Yes. Yeah. They were so, going to do, like, he was going to make the noises and start going crazy. So, wait, are you giving R2-D2 a blowjob, or is he giving you a blowjob and he's making the noises? I really want to get to the bottom of this because none of the Wikipedia entries say this. So I'm just curious. I saw it in a off the cuff YouTube video. You have to really put in some code. But if you go around one of the corners to one of the buildings and go back down a corridor and back down a corridor, you already went down within 30 seconds. He shows. I think it's in. I think it's in level two. No, no, no. You go around the corner and if you left one guard still alive, you have to leave just one guard and you have to make it back in a certain time. You go around the corner and he's on his knees doing whatever to R2-D2. And you can just see R2-D2's head and it's spinning left and right. And he's going... So he goes, that's the main reason why they added the fisheye view? Because when you finally find R2-D2, it looks like he's like bigger than he usually yeah, is. Yeah, you're really... It's incredible. But the thing is, they made it tasteful. It's like just out of view, like the the naughty stuff going on. Uh -huh. So it's like, you can just see the stormtrooper that you left alive, his legs and R2-D2's upper half. It's like very tastefully but done. I read, I, yeah, I read that the stormtrooper is only wearing his helmet. Oh, is that true? I, I never did it. I mean, who would have thought to leave one stormtrooper, go back down the hallway twice within 30 seconds, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's, 
we let to, we like to let people know on this podcast like the secrets, the Easter yeah, eggs. Yeah, oh, Easter eggs. No, definitely. Um, yeah, this I is think one of the biggest Easter eggs. This is George, like the Konami code. George Lucas called it like uh, an enlightenment. I think that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said en- enlightenment. I believe that actually gave him the idea to make more movies. He wanted to make a movie <laughs> on that scene. He did. Um, direct other producers wouldn't let him. They said it was too taboo for a robot, but. I thought but not for a human. Yeah, isn't that weird? They would rather give a human a BJ scene in a video game than a robot. And I thought, okay, teach their own. It's a little classist, like right. You know what I say? No, beep, I don't. Beep, 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 beep. You know? Is that what you say? I, I never heard you say that. Well, it's not. You know, it's, I just like to let it all out on this podcast, and I'm kind of really annoyed that you told me that, and they haven't done anything about it. They haven't released it in like a special edition. Nah, you have to. Um, you got to do a couple really secret. Just DM me after the episode if anyone listening wants in on some of this, and I'll hook you up. All right, cool, cool. Top um, I really appreciate that. No, no problem. It's, listen, for any listeners of the What the Famicom podcast, like we don't spare expenses. Like, there's certain things you'll get from us that you won't get from big big brand podcast like do you know what i mean we're mom and pop yeah, like if you go if you listen to the ign like, podcast or the game pro podcast they're not going to tell yeah. you this stuff no game informer podcast no, i don't think so no i said game pro i was naming a different one and the official playstation magazine podcast <laughs> nintendo power podcast nintendo power podcast any of those podcasts they're not going to tell you these things no they're big business dude you got to hang with mom and pop i'm mom your pop yeah we're a mom and pop podcast, mm-hmm. you know. We're a fam a family. Famicom. Well, fam Famicom already means family. I'm a fucking idiot. Well, no, that's um, that's why it's so good. Fam a family. So that's what people call us. Dark forces. Kyle Katarn. <coughs> not very good. Not very. It's good. Not a very good hero. But you know, give him a. Let's rank him. Let's give him a grade. What's okay. your? Give him a grade. Like unmemorable, five out of ten. Forgettable. Swedish. Four and a half to six out of ten. Wait, 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 wait. Is it, are you grading, you're grading these individual things? Well, I'm combining them. It's a, okay. it's a, yeah, I'm, hey, trust me, I know what I'm doing. So five out of ten, four and a half out of ten. So it's actually a nine and a half out of ten. No, um, it's, it's collectively those two. So it's actually nine and a half out of twenty. Oh, wow, yeah, that's really good. All right, Kyle, Kyle Katarn. I'm yeah, sorry, that's sorry. great. This is great. Ooh. You know, Kyle Katarn didn't get the love he deserved. And I feel sure. like there's another guy, uh, another white cis male, you know, that didn't get the love he they deserved. All, you're all about that, dude. Like, <laughs> He didn't get the love he deserved. And do you know who I'm talking about? I actually don't because I couldn't remember what your game was. All right. Let me, let me lay it out for you first. Please do it. We talked about this. Uh, in the 80s, there was video games. Star Wars games. Yeah. In the 90s, there were Star Wars games. Yeah. Dark Forces really set the standard for, like, let's insert these characters that we don't know. Okay. Uh, you know, there's games based on all that stuff. There was the X-Wing games, the TIE Fighter games. Do you remember them? Uh, I never played them, but yeah, I remember them. Yeah. And then Dark Forces. But I didn't have a PC. I only had yours. And I had a Sega Genesis. And you know what they say. Sega does what Nintendo don't. Whoa! We you said know? it here, dude. Are you fucking calling out Sega? You're fucking crazy, dude. The big wings are coming after you. They're going to come after this podcast. I hope Mario 
shows up at my door and I fucking stick a plunger up his ass. <laughs> he does too. He it's already up there. He already stuck his up there. So but anyway, I had a Sega Genesis. And you know what my next system was? My next system was a Nintendo 64. I remember getting it. And that introduced me to our first wave of Star Wars games. Because I didn't have any Star Wars games before. And Kakatarn, a big fucking dud. But my first introduction was it's, it is a game, but it's part of this like multimedia project. That's literally what it was called. A multimedia project. And I'm talking about 1996's Shadows of the Empire. And if anyone remembers Shadows of the Empire, it's a Star Wars game. It came out on the Nintendo 64 and the Windows PC. But before I get up into the game, I got to talk about what it was first. Because it wasn't just a game. So what they wanted to do was, because there was no Star Wars movie, and there was like games like Dark Forces and like Super Nintendo Star Wars games, um... There was a movie, and George Lucas was thinking about making new movies. He was thinking about making prequels. But he was like, you know, I can't, I can't make them yet. I can't do anything. Stop so George Lucas impressions. He, he talked to all these licensors, <coughs> licensing companies, and wanted to make all the marketing for a movie without actually making the movie. So he wanted to make toys, trading cards, a game, a novel, a soundtrack, pogs. Yeah. There's probably all this stuff. But he wanted to do all this without actually making the movie. So he started the talks to create Shadows of the Empire in 1994. He talked to all these companies. He was originally, I think we talked about this on your podcast, that the Star Wars movies got re-released in 1997. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you set everyone straight, dude. Oh, I know the exact date. It was a year anniversary. And you were right. Why do I, I don't sound like an ape, do I? Yeah, you do. Okay. I actually just so, played back the recording. I, that wasn't me. It was you. I just oh, re-recorded it. Incredible. Uh, but he he originally wanted the first of the new prequels to come out in 97. So that's why he was collectively trying to get together this like other thing. It fell through. And he didn't want to make the prequels for another two years. So 1996, they wanted 1996 to be the year that they re-released the old movies. And that fell through. So he was like, we have this big year. Let's just, re, let's just release this big juggernaut. Let's market all this stuff. Shadows the Empire. Um, that was my first taste because I knew about the novel. I don't know. if Did you know it was a book? Did you know anything else about it besides being a game? No. The, what? Shadows of the Empire? Yeah. No. In fact, I was just looking it up as we spoke and I was like, oh, shit. I recognize the cover art. I recognize like the graphics. Like what, what was it? A failed like, uh, like MMO? No, it was so the novel. It was it was technically an interval. I've never heard this term. I don't think this term's ever been used before. It's basically instead of a sequel, it's something that takes place between movies. Oh damn! So it's a story that takes place between Empire Strikes Back and uh -huh. Return of the Jedi. Wow! And the book was ah, man. I got the I got the summary of the book somewhere, but the summary of the book is all fucked up and i was in like fifth or sixth grade when i read the book before the game even came out yeah. and i was like this is rank like this is star wars now see now that's a good impression of you. yeah but here's the thing in the book they froze the best character they froze han solo so you huh. can't use yeah, yeah, solo. Yeah. so they made up like a fake han solo for this book like he was the new hero but not really so the story was about this shut up <laughs> 
His name is Dash Rendar. Uh, wait. What? Who's that? Who'd use that name all the time? You? Dash Rendar? That was probably yeah. me. Yeah, I think it was your favorite fake name or, like, name to use when you were fake. No, like... no, no. My my fake Star Wars name is Musk Lander. I actually yeah. recall that. That's funny as hell. So, so for this project, for this giant thing that they were making, mm-hmm. they made this fake Han Solo, Dash Rendar. He was, like, had brown hair instead of black. I don't fucking know. But he was more of a shithead instead of, like, and not have a heart. So in the in the book, he's just, like, a side character. Like, he's barely in it. But then when they start when I started making all this stuff, George Lucas and the company were like, "We don't have a main character. We don't want to make Luke or Leia the main character of this game because that might fuck up like continuity." And I guess they oh they cared about canon there, but they didn't care about canon anywhere else. So they made you control Dash Rendar, and he wasn't a dick. He was more of like just a a cool guy in the game. So and he had a sidekick robot named Lebo. Lebo. Yeah, that's a little too liberal, you know? You know, I'm not about that. Robots uh, are naming it Lebo. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I'm going to read the plot of the game real quick. Please. Or this is the plot of everything. This is literally the plot of, like, the soundtrack and the book. and the... All right, whatever the fuck it is, the pogs. Uh, so Prince Shizor starts with an X. X-I-Z-O-R. Shizor. Okay. The leader of the largest criminal organization in the galaxy known as the Black Sun wants to take Darth Vader's place as Emperor Palpatine's oh, side. Shizor is also seeking vengeance against Vader for the extermination of his family. Ooh. Ooh. Plot like twist. Like Hamlet. Shit. Yeah. Shizor makes his move against Vader upon learning of the identity of Luke Skywalker and his relationship to Vader. Oh, shit, dude. He's going to try and use that relationship. He's going to lure him in. He's going to burn down his she shed. Jesus Christ, dude. To exact his revenge, Shizor plots to kill Luke, thinking it will win favor with Palpatine and serve as retribution against Vader. Meanwhile, Vader is still seeking out Luke. Oh my god, Jesus. Uh, meanwhile, Han Solo is still frozen in carbonite. He's being taken to Jabba the Hutt uh, by, by, Boba Hutt, uh, by Boba Fett. Leia and Lando and Chewbacca enlist the aid of Dash Rendar, a smuggler and acquaintance of Han's. And the uh, book is like... It gets... She gets kidnapped by Prince Shizor. She tries to seduce him and like kill him. It's, I remember bits and pieces of the book, but the guy Dash Rendar, he's barely in it. He's well, there, like, hey, I'll take you here. I'll drop you off. I'm just here to help, and that's right. about it. Barely fucking in it. He's definitely an afterthought. Uh, he was a side character, but like I said, imagine Han Solo without a conscience. They so, um, it's 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 like um the bait and switch they do in what the movie is it Beer Fest where Landfill dies. And then and his like, shows up. Yeah, and he's like, hey, if, yeah. you, if you guys feel more comfortable, just call me Landfill. It's like that idea. It's like, this yeah. is Han Solo. Even though Han Solo's frozen, we just wanted to use Han Solo again. But this yeah, basically. Is Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, so that's the... He's basically like a soulless sociopath in the book. He's like a psycho. Because he doesn't care about like helping anybody. He just does a job. Like at one point, I remember he... He's super mercenary. Like, yeah, like they have to go to a planet. And you would think that he's helping them. He drops them off. They get into a gunfight. Like, on the planet. He goes, he drops them off, and just flies away. He's like, sorry, he guys. He literally just doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't want to help anybody. I was, dro- uh, I was dropping them off. So, funny enough, this whole experiment with the game, the soundtrack, it's it's a, mostly a game to everybody on the planet, but nobody really remembers that it was, like, this big thing. It was actually something else. It was actually, like, this movie without the movie. 
I'm so confused still what it is. It's, I don't know. I can't explain what it is. But the game is famous for being one of the sort of launch titles in Nintendo 64. Was it that early on? Yeah. But hold on. You'll like, you'll oh, okay. love this fucking, what I got for you here. This so two things. Not. Mm-hmm. I remember they made toys. I remember I had the toys. Yo. And the main reason I remember they had the toys is because I definitely had a Dash Rendar figure because in high school, later in, later in high school, I remember I had to make a diorama for a book that we had to read. Like, we got to pick a book that we had to read. And for some fucking reason, I decided to pick the novelization of Gladiator, the movie, what? to read yeah. and, and then make a diorama of. I was like, oh, I don't have anything to, put, to make Russell Crowe. And I remember I had Dash Rendar's figure from 10 years earlier or something. Does it look anything like a yeah. gladiator? Oh, that's, yes. that's kind of cool. I guess it works. So I used Dash Rendar to be fucking Russell Crowe. What if Russell Crowe was in Star Wars? Well, that's John. I was just going to say, what if Russell Crowe saw your diorama at school? I like it. I like oh, it. Oh, this is great, but that's not me. That's oi, oi, I'm going to throw a phone at a woman. <laughs> wow, real, real recent topical yeah. in, uh, joke, Nick. Uh, I feel like it's like 10 years old at this point. I think you're right, actually. Uh, <laughs> the second thing, you know who made the toys? You want to take a guess who made the toys? Galoon. Oh, fuck. You knew it? No. Are you serious? Yeah. That's so awesome. Only because I there's only the way you asked that question, I was like, this is the only answer that would be the biggest shock value of all time. Oh, That's so awesome. Damn, I ruined my own surprise. I had this whole build up to Galoob. Damn, dude. I, I wish I didn't get it right. Fuck. Galoob is genius. Oh, I love Galoob. The Lewis Galoob company made the whole time. Oh, Galoob Co. Shout out Galoob. Oh, Everyone who God. works there probably already knows about us because. We talk about their company nonstop every day. I think we're probably the only people that talked about Galoob in the past like twenty years. Probably, but that's all right. I mean, like I'm a big, I'm a big Galoob believer. How do you think that conversation went? So you want me to make the Star Wars? <laughs> Stop! He's not Sal from the Deli. We already talked about that. Are there any genies in space? <laughs> do they need a Chico to buy them? Maybe. <laughs> Wasn't he on trial for something? Um, uh, Wald? Uh, I don't know. I was on trial because he's getting sued by Nintendo. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was getting sued by Galoob Nintendo. Galoob v Nintendo. Galoob won, I think. I think he did. Yeah, that's how Game Genie still existed. Do you think wow. any Star Wars characters are based off of Galoob? I kind of think, um, what's his name is? Boba Fett. Dark Maul. Oh, uh, Boba Fett? <laughs> yeah. That makes sense, or- even though Boba Fett was made way before. Um... Debatable. George Lucas may have even known Galoob, for all we know. Lewis Galoob. They probably did meet. <laughs> Do you think they... Wait, is there is there a picture of <laughs> George Lucas and Lewis Galoob in the same room? No. So let me get this straight. So Gabe <laughs> Duhal and George Lucas are the same person, but also yeah. George Lucas and Galoob. Could be the same person. I'm making some prequels. <laughs> Big butt Mario's coming. Uh, so that. You want so, 99 lives? Yeah. So I yes. wanted to get that out of the way. I wanted to tell our listeners what exactly what Shadows of the Empire was before it was an actual game. Because it's insane. There's never going to be anything like this before. You got to understand. I still don't know what it is, dude. It was every, like, imagine, imagine like an Avengers movie comes out. And you see okay. all the toys and everything. And you see a soundtrack. And you see, like, posters everywhere. Imagine all this without the Avengers movie. 
Does that make sense? No, I don't get that's it. So what was it? It's just that's, a thing? That's the thing. It was just a thing. They made up the story so without a fucking movie. And that's the craziest fucking thing. You can never imagine people doing that now. Why? Hold on. This is... There was a book, though? There was a book. It was a novel first. I think the idea was, like, they made this novel first. And then they like based okay. everything, everything over the novel. So the soundtrack was, like, uh, Dash Render's theme song. And then, you know, they, and the game was parts of the book. Stuff like that. And trading cards were picked, were drawn pictures. And there was a comic book. Dude. I think there was, like, a Dark Horse comic book or something. That's weird. That's awesome. Yeah. Good on him. It's like, it's like advertising bullshit. It's like Joe Camel. It's like what Joe Camel was. Well, like, because he's not a real person? Because he's Camel who smokes cigarettes? No, because he looked like a dick. <laughs> oh, he, he dick knows? No, his, his whole head was a dick. You know, remember Joe? Yeah, look yeah, up Joe. Yeah. Look up Joe Camel. He's just a giant dick. He had a cigarette no, I, in his mouth. No, I know. But I, I didn't picture him like a people. dick. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I guess so. That's a good point. We went from Galoob. I wanted to segue I think in. one of my ex-girlfriends has a dick news. Probably. The one we both know. Is that why you broke up with her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that was going. Oh, really? Okay. You don't remember that joke? Oh, fuck. No. That was like a running joke with my first girlfriend. And she had a dick news. Which she didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even get the joke. I think it was you. It was you and Alex or someone like making fun of her. And I was like, "That's not nice." Wait, and so I got the joke, and I don't even remember. I was. Crazy. Yeah. And it didn't even look like a dick. Her nose. I swear to God. It, um... Yeah. Did it, did it feel like one though? Yeah, it did. Like all the cartilage. A bulbous right here. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So Galoob. Galoob. Gaming. Genie. Video games. So Keep to going. the game. Uh-huh. You ready for this? Shadows of the Empire came out on Nintendo 64. It's exclusive to the Nintendo 64. That's why I never played it. Yes, and it was released on the PC the following year. It was developed and published by LucasArts, RIP. You know, Yo! LucasArts. Yeah, what happened to LucasArts officially? They went out a bit. I think it wasn't, it might have been before or after Disney bought them. But they just uh, like. Kind of, it was probably somewhere between like 2010 and uh, Phantom Menace type time. Yeah. If I had to guess, because yeah, I think that's the last time I saw their game. Uh, so the game was based after, like, the idiot's version of the book. So, again, they made Dash Rendar the hero, which he wasn't. He was barely in the book. And they just took, like, the bare-bones plot of the novel and just made you go through action scenes. Um, the, but I'm looking at pictures of it. It's, like, it looks like uh, like it's really wide open. It reminds me of um, Omicron some, for some reason. Well, that's the gameplay. So, first off, the cut scenes yeah. are just still images. Oh, uh, really? Uh, so there, it's even worse because it's just still images, barely any music, and it's just text on the bottom. Ooh, like he's that's saying a no-go for me. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. So Dash Rendar has one face throughout the whole movie. It's as if, like, it's a face you would make if someone told me, like, they've only seen, like, one Star Wars movie, you know? Uh, oh, dude, I see Dash, dude. That's so funny. He, like, looks like a fucking... He kind of looks like me, right? He looks like a guy who will bum cigarettes off you at, like, the local bar and never give them back. I don't know. That makes perfect sense. So, yeah. So, yeah. He, here's the thing. So, the, the effect, the, the cutscene graphics were fine. Back then, I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're drawn images. Yeah. I just found out that the PC version, yeah, full motion, like, CG. Ah, really? So, wait, they cut them for your goddamn uh Yeah, the Nintendo console? 64 couldn't take it. 
because back then I wasn't expecting anything. And then I looked it up and the whole thing, he's voiced, he's performed. He like talks to his robot. Like it's all 10 times better. That sucks, dude. You got hosed, dude. You didn't even know it. Yeah. You fucked me, Nintendo. You, dude, this is wild. This is Dash Rendar. He looks exactly like, um, dude who plays Batman. The good Batman. Uh, Ben Affleck. Christian Bale. Jesus Christ. Why would you say Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck's the most recent. Why would you say dude who plays Batman? The best Batman. The good one. Ben Affleck. No. Christian Bale. I never heard of him. (sighs) Anyway. um, Yeah, he looks great. Not like that. He's got a wide face. Yeah, it could be because fisheye lens for the the R2-D2 scene. Yeah, that's in there. That's like the post-credits scene. Yeah. So get the so, so go I remember this. I own this. I've I think my dad bought never it for me. He bought the Nintendo sixty four. But dad I remember, buys you everything. He sounds like the greatest. I mean, I have a dad. So. Hey, but listen, shout out to you, dude. I'm just I'm just hoping at this point. I don't even know what that means. So uh, like I told you, it takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Right from the get go, the very first level is that snow level is Hoth. The other, your other co-host on the episode I was doing with you when you're on Pandora's episode, that was his favorite level. That's all he wanted to talk about. Really? To talk about uh, the Hoth, the Snowspeeder level. Because we were talking about games, and I think I remember him constantly bringing that up. The Hoth thing? Yeah, he did. You're absolutely right. He did. And the grappling hook or something. He kept talking about it. Yeah, that's the first level of the game, because the first level of the game is Dash Rendar, you... You show up to the very beginning of Empire Strikes Back to like say hi to Han Solo, and they ask you to help, and you do that level, and it's the most famous part of the entire game. It's the first time in a full 3D world that you're playing something like a famous thing of Star Wars. Like other games have been like 2D, Dark hey, Forces, even like, Dark Forces was like a, you're walking down hallways and shooting things. Like this is the first yeah, time you can take on like an AT-AT, as we refer to this them. This is a big fucking this. deal because. Again, you're playing a scene from the movie, even though it's somebody else. But you take down AT-ATs, like you that's, grapple with their right, legs. That's, that's what you want to do when you watch Star Wars. You want to take down the AT-AT. You want to wield weapons. Like that's kind of it is badass idea. This game, how was it? How was it? This game blows its load so fast. Oh, like that's the best part of the game. That's the best part of the entire game. Oh, damn. Right into that, it turns into a third-person game. When you see, you become uh-huh. Dash Rendar, and it's. The game is like every Nintendo 64 game. I don't know. You didn't have it, but yeah. every Nintendo 64 game was like blocky, smooth, terrible. Like yeah. they all were smooth looking, but all the games just looked like garbage. Yeah, you kind of the blocky look. I, I guess. Yeah. Low polygon count. Who are we saying on this, uh, this, this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> we're giving it a polygon count. It's a low polygon this count. Did, this, I think this actually did what, what uh, Silent Hill did. You know how Silent Hill... Did the yeah. pot effect? I fucking I'm looking at screenshots and it a hundred percent did. It did because, the pot effect because they yeah. couldn't uh, do that. It, rendering distance, so rendering you distance. change your render distance, so you don't have to draw things as far. So it's yes. just like, oh, we got fog everywhere, and it it looks like it's like yeah, it's like twenty meters out. Like it's just like whoa, it's foggy <laughs> everywhere. It's like whoa, oh, every every planet's foggy. Dash. Yeah, but even inside, outside, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that. the game is split into four parts, and it was like the four main points of the novel. But like I said, like it blew, blew, blew its load right away. Because yeah. once you go on the ground, you're shooting stormtroopers, 
it's not fun. He moves like a Resident Evil character. He moves like tank controls. Ah, uh, that's the worst. Uh, it is fun to shoot stormtroopers because you have to shoot them a few times and they go, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's actually really? really genuinely fun. You can turn it in. He only has a blaster. He can change the, there's different power-ups. He can get uh, a jetpack. It's auto-aim. Automatically, it's auto-aim. Really? Like, you can't change that. Back then, I was like, this is great. I'm killing all the guys. But I realize now that it kind of cheated. That's weird. Because back then, I guess that's probably right around when games changed. And yeah. 64 and stuff, where a lot of games got easier. Not to get into the whole thing, but like some Nintendo games are brutally no, the hardest it. games I've ever... Well, dude, some Nintendo games are brutally the hardest games I've ever played. Yeah, like Mega Man 2 is like fucking atrocious. Oh, Jesus Christ, like half of these games... Uh, how about the real games, like Ghosts and Ghouls and crap like that, where it's like... You have, like, three lives, and two hits kills your character, and your character has to jump on one platform that's really hard to see and hit the shoot button and jump button at the exact same time and jump back down and do it 40 hundred times per level. And eight levels later, you'll meet the boss all on two lives. And it's like, what? <laughs> Who can do that? That's stupid. What game is this? I'm telling old games were kind of like that. You know, it's crazy. Speaking of, like, old games, how... Nor like I don't know Dark Forces if they did this, but he had a gun. Like you, you, yeah. you saw his gun, right? There was also a melee attack. Yeah. So and also yeah. in Duke Nukem, you saw Duke Nukem's hand. Yeah. So in this game, you can actually turn it into first person camera. You could. So, so if you want, you could play the levels first person. But the problem is when you turn it into first person, it's not like it turns into a first person game. Like the camera just goes in front of him. So there's no hand. Like normal games like this. If you look down, they don't have feet. They don't have a shadow. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, it's normal yeah, kind yeah, of shit. Yeah. But when he shoots his blaster pistol, he has a blaster pistol. Yeah. When he shoots his blaster pistol, it just comes from like the side of your view. So it's just it's coming out of nowhere. It's not coming oh, from where gun would be. That's genius on their part. Because I was going to say, dude, that would be so hard for a '90s game to turn from first person shooter to third person. They literally just move the third person camera no, forward. I don't like. I don't like how you're supporting this. No, I'm. I'm not. I'm saying. So what they did is, from the sound of it, is just move the third-person camera forward five feet. And yeah. it's still a third person. It's just yeah. you're controlling behind you, which is hilarious. And It's, a it's cheat, hilarious now, yeah. It's like a cheat way to make it a first-person game, oh, but yeah. it's really not. That's really funny. Yeah, so he, you start off on wow, the snow I've planet. never heard of a game doing that. That's awesome. You start off on Hoth, but it's funny because, like I said, because this takes place in between the movies, Yeah, they're the, all the... Like Han Solo and Princess Leia are on that planet too. So when you are done taking down that big ATAT and you're running yeah. around, you see the Millennium Falcon fly off. Ah, that's and I always, cool. I always thought I was able to catch up to it. Oh, uh, so you, I would, you kept would restarting know. and trying I kept to do better. I always would know where it would fly out to. Like, so I would like try to run as fast as I could to get it because I'm like, this is kind of fucked up. These are your friends, and they're literally just <laughs> flying away. It's just programmed to go away. You had no idea. Yeah. So the whole plot of the the whole plot of the game is you're tracking Boba Fett because Boba Fett has Han Solo frozen and he's trying to deliver them to Jabba the Hutt. The plot of the novel is like way more complicated. Like I said, like Shizor, sure. Darth Vader, all that shit. So they don't really touch on it that much in the game. It's just Dash Render like hopping from place to place trying to stop Boba Fett. Like one level actually, it's the second part is you're on a moving train in a junkyard planet. So that's actually technically impressive. Cool, because yeah. technologically, that was probably really fucking hard to program. 
because the only game I can think of that tried that again was Uncharted 2. I don't know if you've ever played Uncharted. No. Nah. So I've never I mean, even heard of it. Game. Go ahead. Oh, fuck you. Uh, in Uncharted 2, one whole level is, I think it's uh, Thailand or something. I forget where it is. But you're on a moving train, and the whole level is you going from car to car. And every view around you is different. Like, it's actually yeah, moving. It's movie. not just like a constant fake background. Burr, it's real. Yeah, it's real. Like, every view is different. Uh, like, it continuously goes until you, like, get to the front. In this, I don't remember if it's shitty or not, but I think you being on a moving train the entire level, that's technically pretty impressive. And technologically something to be vouched for. Yeah, dude, shout out, dude. Yo, shout out Dash. Dash shout out Dash. There's another level where you're on a speeder bike. There's another level where you're flying his ship, the Outrider. That's kind of cool. Race. I mean, for a <laughs> shitty game. It's kind well, of... it had a lot of variation, but everything aside from the snow speeder level was just really boring. Because they put don't all their shrug, talk, don't, like show me don't shrug your shoulders and roll your eyes. Fuck you, dude. I didn't. I gave you a double thumbs up. The audience can't see because this isn't a video. I was literally I've been giving you double thumbs up for the past eight minutes straight, and you haven't acknowledged either thumbs up. So <laughs> one thumb was up your butt. The other one was up mine. Thumbs up. That's 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 a friend. That's the friendliest double thumbs up I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I was going to stop you earlier, but I decided not to. There's something really crazy I heard. Yeah. Uh, George Lucas, did you hear he got a lot of flack for Boba Fett? Actually, should I say his real name? Boba Fett. He literally made it based on an Italian. He was going to be greasy. He always ate spaghetti and meatballs, and he was overweight. And he would always sing things like, yeah, get me to get me to money, get me this. And he would talk with his hands all the time. He got a lot of backlash from the Italian community about Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. um, it was real messed up. He had a gold chain um, that had his Did name he have a Boba. His yeah, he had a mustache that came outside the helmet. It was it was ridiculous. I thought I thought he'd get more flack for it, especially with the Me Too movement. He was always smacking girls on the butt. Um yeah. That. I remember that. Yeah, it was a big thing. Um, in fact, I think in some of the games they had scenes where Boba Fett actually was rendered in there. So when they re had to take him out and turn it, turn it into Boba Fett, they um, you can still see the gold chain sometimes. Mm -hmm. I've heard, and but like I, still see grease really stains. Check, yeah, they don't take out the mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes the mustache is still there. It's wild. Yeah, they couldn't afford taking it out. The other thing is, one of the lines is like, get me the, and then instead of saying Death Star, he says spaghetti real loud. I thought you were going to say, get me those plumbers. I almost did. I felt like you were like going there. I, I was, but I mean, Bob Hoskins did a lot for the community. Um, I want to give a quick shout out. R.I.P. Let me give you a spoiler alert for this game. Please do. In the book. Dash Render fucking dies. Really? Yeah. Good. In the, in the game, he dies, but he dies like a hero, which is complete bullshit. Like, so, like Darth Vader and the guy Prince Jesus are shooting above a space station, and Dash Render's like, oh, I see an opening. I'm going to run in this space station with my ship and blow yeah. it up from the inside. So he blows it up from the inside, and the next Sounds scene like is... the Death Star. Go ahead. 
I think it was like a fake Death Star. Okay. But yeah, it sounds exactly. Scene, mm-hmm. The next scene is a cutscene of Luke and Leia like mourning Dash Rendar. But if you beat it on easy or medium, the game on easy or medium, he's just dead. If you beat it on hard, Hell there's yeah. an extra cutscene of him talking to his robot going like, hey, I kind of like that everyone thinks I'm dead. Oh, classic cool. Dash. So, spoiler alert, if anyone didn't fucking play that game, you're and fucked. Beat it on, and beat it on hard. Yeah. There's like a million, there's literally like a million things, continuity things, that don't match up from the book and the game. Or the comic books. Like, they didn't, they made all these things, but they're That's like... it's not canon, dude. It's not canon. No. It's still canon to me. <laughs> so, get this. Let's talk development. Development of this game. When they were coming up with ideas for this whole thing... They didn't want to make any of the main heroes playable because they that would limit what they could do with them in the future or the past. Yeah. They didn't want to mess with canon, dude. Literally, they were thinking of canon. That's the whole reason for this game. That's why they made a Han Solo fucking throwaway so that they didn't mess with the main story, but you yeah, can still play can Star Wars. Him. And they can kill him. They can fucking do yeah. whatever the hell they wanted, and no one was going to cry that they killed Han Solo. So. so the game's animator, John Knowles, worked on other LucasArts games in the 90s. Yeah, he was John Knowles. I knew that fucking name. He made. He, I think you probably seen him in credits. All these games we played. That's wild, dude. Fucking like. So um, he was the one that came up with the idea to do the in between. Smart man. Smart listen man. to this. During development, the Nintendo sixty four wasn't finalized yet. So Silicon Graphics and Nintendo. I think Silicon Graphics made like the engine for it. Sure. Or like Nintendo's like hardware. They gave the developers a prototype of what they thought. The Nintendo would be. So while they're finishing the system, they want people to make games, but they couldn't give them the system. That's wild. So they gave them a prototype of something that would estimate the performance. And you're a PC performance dork, so you might, yep. I don't know if you'll get this, but they gave them a 140,000 Onyx supercomputer with Reality 2 engine graphics subsystem with a Performer 3D API. What does that mean? I don't know. These are names like programs and different graphics cards and like probably a uh, two or three different engines and programs and whatever to run this shit on. I'm pretty sure I remember all those were your sister's nicknames in grade school. Yeah, dude. No, high school. Uh, they used to call my, my my one sister like fucking Auto, uh, Pero, Idonix, uh, Hyperdrive 3.0. And I was like, yo, that's my fucking sister. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm getting mad at him. Yeah. Um, the was because it wasn't finished, and they wanted these dudes to make it. They didn't have a controller yet either. Like, you know, the Jesus Nintendo 64 controller? Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, dude, that was the weirdest controller ever made by so a system. What they did was they didn't have a controller, so they gave these developers like a fake Nintendo prototype, which was a sure. Super Nintendo controller. I knew it, dude. They fucking used an old system. Ah, oh, Jesus. So it was a Super Nintendo controller with an analog stick over it. So it's a four button. Jesus Christ. And guess who made the controller, the fake controller? Konami? Galoob. Oh, damn. No, Konami. I'm telling you, Konami made No, I know. I know. I believe it. Uh, what else? Even weirder. So I don't know if this part's true. But even oh, weirder, they made all the, the developers sign a non disclosure agreement. Of course, about, dude. That's about not what weird. they saw, what they were using, yeah. and yeah. even about the controller. Yeah. So they wouldn't even let them touch the controller. They put the controller in like a box, and they put sides 
on the sides they opened it so they can put their hands in. That's great. That's awesome. Wait, if that's real, I don't know if that's fucking. I like hold to on, that, that's totally real. But well, I, I totally could be real. To to play with a non N sixty four controller, or to play with the actual N sixty four controller. Yeah. No, I don't know if the story of them putting it in a box is real. Oh uh, no, no, no! But what to 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 play with the real controller? Maybe like so they yeah, couldn't see yeah. it and tell everyone the new design or whatever. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. They actually filmed full motion videos for Shadows of the Empire. Like they were going to use actors and stuff. Dude, this is the most ambitious thing ever that never worked out. They filmed it and then they realized how unusable it was because it was probably fucking garbage. Well, and the the system they had couldn't process it. They're probably like, yeah. uh, this even is if they, even they waited a whole year to put it on PC. So even if they waited to put it on PC, that could probably barely run it. Right, because you know, I mean. What, what good games were using full motion video at that point? I don't fucking know, dude. You're out of my league. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It was just crazy that all this development, they actually, so they showed it at E3 in 1996. I right? thought there was E3 back then. Like, now E3 is a thing. It's like, woo! People yeah, are live. Like, like, I get updates on Twitter. It's like, yeah. there's a whole meeting. Back then, it was like, Yo, dude, E3's coming up. I'm gonna read the magazine article a week later about what happened. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? They showed it. They showed it at E3, and nobody liked it. <laughs> That's so awesome. It was supposed to come out. I don't even know. Like, when's E3? June, July? Yeah, it's a summer, I think. But so I, I guess it was supposed to come out like a couple months after E3. They showed it. Nobody liked it. So, so they, they pushed it, it fucking... to the end of December. So they pushed it to December for for them to work on it more. Every time we talk about a game, they're pushing it back. Isn't that the funniest goddamn thing in the world? Oh my god, that's fucking true. It's every fucking game because because uh, we've talked about this before. There's this push between developers, idea people, producers, people who put the money up behind the project, engineers who are actually working on it, and then like testers. They're like, hmm. What did you think of that? And they're like, it doesn't feel like it's finished. And they're like, oh shit, fuck, oh my god. Those are all games we have vivid memories of. Yeah, well, it's funny because we we live through them. Like, it's really funny if someone half finished a game and just released it. We were like, nowadays you couldn't you couldn't fucking do that. Or nowadays they do do it as DLC and stuff. Right, right, right. Well, but back then, like, we were eight years old or like ten years old. So like, someone would release a half cooked game, and we would probably buy it at full price and just be like, we didn't like it. Like, that was it. That was the end result. Like, it well, didn't get consider, scathing reviews. I mean, because that's basically what Fortnite's doing. Would you consider Fortnite a half-cooked game? Because it's a beta. It's any, a beta. Any of those games that are, like, you can get early access or free-to-play or anything like that, that's kind yeah. of what they are. And that's it's cheating because it's whatever, but it's also free. So I'm not going to argue with them on that end either. Like, it's, it's kind of, like, beneficial to both sides. But it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a slap in the face to Galoob. This is what killed him. It might have been. He R.I.P., right? He is officially dead? I don't think so. <laughs> this is what's going to kill him, this podcast. Yeah, what if, he's watching it right now, dude. He's like, he's like I'm, I'm 72. I'm Swedish. Yeah. He's tuning, <laughs> he's tuning his radio like it's the 30s, trying to listen to his <laughs> podcast. I heard the voice is playing. These boys like their PlayStation. <laughs> so the Shadows of the Empire is the third top-selling Nintendo 64 game of that year. <laughs> and, yeah, right? Dude, right I was so. waiting for you to say of all time and all games. No, and I was like, of yeah, all time? Dude. 
not of all time. So the Nintendo 64, I think it's like the 17th or the 18th all-time selling of that system. That's not bad, but it also was like the – it had all that fanfare. And you would think the you would be so ambitious, it would be like a top five. Nah, well, because you have like the fucking – the other top five, like the fucking Diddy Kongs and shit, and Mario sixty four. Is that the name of that game? And uh, Donkey Kong sucks a dick. 64. Yeah, is that the name of the game? I think so. Yeah. Donkey Kong sixty nine. I can't believe our parents let us play that. That's so crazy. <laughs> uh, In fact, your third... dad, yeah, your dad made us play it. Remember, he I was like, he it was so crazy. He was like, turn out the lights, and I was like, Why? but there's no, there's no console. No, he didn't even have the TV on. It was crazy. Your dad was just so adamant about us playing it, but like playing it in real life. <laughs> it was the top. It was the third top selling game of any system in the 1996 Christmas shopping season. This likes to be third place for a lot of things. It's really weird. <laughs> third place this month. It's not even like third place yeah. all the time. It's like third place in January. Guess like, what? Uh, they re-released it, and you can get it on good old games right now. Oh my god, how much would you have to pay? I would imagine, hold on, before you tell me the actual price. I'm not going to look up the actual price. Damn it, dude, I was giving you time to look it up. $39.99. I bet you fill some space, I'll look it up. Yeah, absolutely. It's called some space, dude. $39.99. Uh, keep talking. Shows of $39.99. You know, you're not doing a really good job of filling space. No. Tell me about yourself. Well, I have a podcast. It's called the Unpanders. So you can All right, check I'm this back. out here. <laughs> Wait, would you really? Did you really guess that it's thirty nine ninety nine? Yeah, why? A twenty some year old game. You would guess that it's forty dollars. <laughs> no, I was being a dickhead. Okay. I, I really can't imagine it's more than like six bucks. It's literally five ninety nine. Yo, I said six bucks. God yep. damn, I'm good. Holy shit, I want to. Mm. I want to fight God. I want to put Nintendo on a rack and just electrocute myself with power. I don't have anything to say to that. That's all right, dude. I can um, curl 35 pounds. Oh, I was able to. I stopped working out, dude. You stopped? Yeah. Are you announcing? <laughs> that sounds so sad when I say that. I know. Are you announcing it on the podcast? Yeah, I'm announcing. Like I officially? Is I it was official? working out when I started the podcast, and now I stopped okay. working. So this might be it, the last episode. You know what's weird? Now that you said it, I can see it. It's weird. My face, right? My ears. <laughs> yeah, your ears look different. Like, you don't work out as much. Here, let me show you my glutes real quick. Hold on. Everyone on the podcast, turn off your uh, videos. I got to check this out. Oh, my God, dude. What is that? Is that a plunger? I told you. Mario? You didn't believe me, man. They call it Montezuma's Revenge, not Mario's Revenge. Mario Zuma's Revenge. Holy shit. <laughs> Mario Zuma's Revenge. Oh, they, shit, they re-released it again. Have you ever heard of um, this company, Limited Run Games? No, nah, that sounds fake. So they're just they're just a game company that they special edition re-release shit, old games, new games, and just like cool packaging. Like a cool, That's like, cool. like super I special like, edition. Podcasts that are in old games probably care about that shit. Yeah, you know, like where there's not many of them. But this company, Limited Run Games, released a standard and a collector edition of the actual Nintendo 64 game this past July. They only made limited qualities, obviously, based on the name. So does it only work on a Nintendo 64? That's a good question. I don't fucking know. Because who the... F- 
anyway, that's good. That's great. I mean, R.I.P. R.I.P. Dash. R.I.P. Dash. So we lost three people in this episode. We lost Kyle Katarn. Yeah. I'm assuming lost, he's dead. He's dead. We lost Dash Rendar. He's dead. He Even died. If, unless you beat the game on hard. We'll assume nobody did. I did. He died. He came back. And he, and he died again because Disney bought Star Wars. So he died again. Yeah, but then he wasn't canon. So he's going again. Yeah, but here's the thing. His uh, ship is in, like, some Star Wars uh, encyclopedia. Oh, uh, shit, dude. We got his ship as canon. So if his fucking ship is canon, isn't he canon? No, not at all. Just his ship. You literally answered the question right so, there. Okay, the so we lost Kyle, we lost Dash, and we lost Gloob. Um, so this is basically an obituary. It is a funeral for these heroes of Star Wars. Yeah, I think so. It's like kind of like... I haven't heard from my dad in a long time. Listen, I'm sick of you talking about yeah. that. Yeah, why? I don't know. I just... Are you okay? Who is that? What? I don't know what you're talking about. It was just me. Okay. That's so weird. I just had a weird chill down my spine, and it's... I almost felt like my... Like I was going to have more kids. You just... Yeah, you like blacked out for like a second. You just didn't move. I did. It was so weird. Anyway. It's so weird. Anyway, moving on. Do you... What the... Nick. Yeah. Nick, Jesus dude. Christ, dude. I'm so sorry. I I don't know what it is. This is... This is going to sound fucking crazy. And this is where I was going with this. Okay. It, it brings back flashbacks of my dad. Um, and my kid. Do you know my kid's favorite thing is Star Wars? Is it really? Yeah. Do you know how much Star Wars he's seen? I'm going to take a guess. He's never seen any of the movies. Zero. He hasn't seen five minutes of the goddamn series. And he loves R2-D2. He loves Stormtroopers. He loves Darth Vader. Darth Vader's music is his favorite theme song. He fucking... He loves all that shit. He loves lightsabers. He loves lightsaber battles. He went for Halloween as Darth Vader. He had the mask. He did the breathing thing. And he had a lightsaber. And I was like, dude, you've never seen the goddamn movie. <laughs> I, like, want to tell him he's wrong. But, like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, Dada, I'm a stormtrooper. I'm like, you don't know if they're good or bad. Like, you Stormtroopers don't... are braced off of people in Vietnam. You know nothing. <laughs> but it's just so weird that it's appealing to kids under five or six. And they're buying merchandise. Like, my kid has, like, a Darth Vader outfit. He has a stormtrooper helmet. Like, he has... Does he, any, does he have any Star Wars games? Do you have Star Wars games? No, but there's a that new one coming out. He saw a preview for he wants it. Uh, I saw a commercial for it on Steam. I forget what it is. It had, it, not the New Hope. I forget which one it is. Is it the adult one where it's like Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah, I think it is. He, yeah, he's, he's not, wants he's that. not getting that. Don't buy it for him. Well, he would have me buy it and I would play it and he would just watch me. But I don't oh, know how I, adult I it is. So it's me getting to play a game. I just don't know how adult it is. I mean, it's Star Wars. I don't think it's that adult. I don't think they pull out their dicks or anything. Uh, you'd be surprised. Remember we talked about the R2-D2 scene? Yeah, but that was tasteful. You're right, and they didn't show it, so I get it. Like, George Lucas No, 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 no. Taste mouthful. 
I don't think you were understanding where I was going with that. Tasteful. Yeah. Very tasteful. So that's, that's... Real quick, real quick. Did did any of the artists talk about what R2-D2's member would actually look like? No, that I heard Wikipedia was actually deleted. I actually heard it would look kind of like a kind of like a fire plug. Uh, what do they call them? A fire hydrant. It was oh. one of the ideas. It's just one of the ideas. A lot of artists worked together. Um, George Lucas had some input. Uh, a couple other people were talking about what could and couldn't be possible for his um, his penis. I heard Steven Spielberg also had a hand in that. His hand in that. No, like he <laughs> he had like a say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did how hear big that. It was okay. okay, did he um did he give any digits or numbers or anything? Uh, he just kept saying ten inches. Wow! Holy smokes! Yeah. Beep boop boop boop. Okay. Wow! That's crazy. You heard it. You heard it here first on uh, the What the Famicom podcast. R2-D2's unit. Uh, <laughs> it's not gold-plated, folks, but it, it fills a lot of... Uh, do you, it's incredible. Do you think uh, Dash Render or Kyle Katarn had, like, small dicks? Yeah, I actually do. I totally... When we were talking about them, I was thinking, like, average to, like, just below average. Like, even 5% below average. Like, if the average is, like, 5.78 inches, they're probably, like, 5.5 inches. Is this Star Wars average? Star Wars dick size? I was going with all people, but um, yeah, in the Star Wars universe, probably, I would all say. Right. I mean, I don't have anything else to say about that. I'm just going off of some research. I I go to Deviant Art a lot. Um, you can find yeah, some you stuff. Deviant Art. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I spend like a week there. People always think I'm joking. Like, oh, you spend a week there? No, I mean, I'll literally stay up. I'll do a little bit of drugs. I'll surf the internet for uh, like. Five straight days. I won't even sleep or whatever. It's just a thing I do sometimes. I don't go to work. I just, yeah, but you people do. No, oh, honestly, everyone does. Everyone. I figure it's a lot of people listening probably do this. Anyway, I surf. Uh, I do a lot of surfing. <laughs> they call me the surfer. You know what I'm saying? Just kidding. I'm Nick Tendo. So I'm Dan Tendo. You're not. I was Dan Tendo. First, I'm not. I really. I need to go back and listen to other episodes. I don't remember you getting that nickname, Nick Tendo. I don't remember your nickname. I remember Chris Tendo. I remember I had another. No, guest. I heard. I heard that guest. That guest. It's weird. He felt like. He felt shoehorned in, like he didn't belong there. Like maybe, like he knew a guy, and that's how he got the job. But he didn't yeah. earn it. He didn't earn it. Do you know what I'm saying? That's how I felt. Yeah, I get it, man. Yeah, I talked to my producer, and we. What did he say? He didn't want to book him. I didn't want to book him. Well, how do you even talk to him anymore? I mean, your producer's been in and out of jail, the court case. Um, we're not here to name names, but Bill Cosby? I mean, God bless. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, your producer, Bill. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Well, I just call him Bill, whatever. Yeah, I just call him BC. He was the original He was the uh, original inspiration for RTD2. You see... With three PO, I'm going on the ships. Uh-huh. That was a uh, original dialogue. They cut it. They just added the beeps. Well, that's that's incredible. I really didn't know that about him. I thought he was just a producer of your show and gave you a lot of life advice or whatever. I didn't realize he also 
was involved in just Star kept giving War. me drinks though yeah that's what he yeah. does yeah well on that note <sighs> okay um we, we actually we went talked, we talked, we about, talked about everything Wars. oh my god dude we talked about every game they've come out with actually um on we actually real, didn't talk about every game they came out with. <laughs> i know we talked about two do they actually have a game they came out with that was really good I feel like um, there's the one where you can deflect shots with your um, Jedi thing with, like, the attack button. Uh, you might be talking about Force Unleashed. Uh, I was talking about the game that came before that, but, yeah. I think it's called Clone something. I don't Clone know. Wars? It might be called Clone Wars. I think it spawned the sequel or whatever. But either way, uh, did those games do really well? Uh, Star Wars games in general do do really well. So the I mean, last... really well. Like, what's their best one? Like, what's the coolest Star Wars game? The coolest Star Wars game? Yeah, seriously. Uh, I'm going to be honest. It probably was that game I just mentioned. It's called The Force Unleashed. It's non-canon now. Uh, it's about a Damn dude it. that Darth Vader kidnaps a young Jedi, trains him to be his apprentice, and this young Jedi doesn't know anything. He's just a kid. Like, he's literally a baby. Darth Vader kidnaps him. Uh... And he he tells the kid he tells like the adult to infiltrate the rebellion because he thinks like people are gonna start an uprising. So he tells the dude like, "Hey, go befriend some people and like kill them from the inside." And the dude he tell he sends this dude his name Star Killer. He starts to be like more human. He starts to like actually appreciate uh, and, and he course. betrays Darth he betrays Darth Vader. Of and Darth course Vader he does, dude. This is this whole series is about. Going across enemy lines, infiltrating. But it's really cool because in that game, they just don't give a fuck. They give you all the force powers. They give you all that's cool. Lightsaber powers. I like that. I like you that. actually take down one of those giant ships, the Star Destroyers. Yeah, oh, that's badass. Chance. Yeah, it's fucking badass. That's like that's one of the badass. best games. It's one of my favorite Star Wars games. One of the better Star Wars games. Is that uh, five years old? Older? I uh, maybe ten years old. Is it that old? Damn. Okay, that's that's There's badass. A, I'll check it out. There's also a Star Wars arcade game out now called the Star Wars Battle Pod. Hmm. There's a person that might be a guest in the future. She oh, knows uh, damn. But it's at Dave & Buster's. It's Bulls. a giant pod. That's right. It's a giant pod you get in. You close the doors, and it's like a first person. You're in a ship, and you do like the things from the movies. That's kind of cool. It's like surround sound, all this shit. Please Darth Vader. Can you not curse on the podcast? No. So Bill Cosby as R two is in the surround sound and he whispers in your ear. That's that's like three D. That's yeah. No, 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 three B. Three B. So R three B C. Rape, Bill Cosby. <laughs> um, oh my God. So to sum it up, we've literally talked about every single Star Wars game that's ever came out, which is incredible. I didn't believe we could cover it in an hour and, what is it, 90 minutes, 700 minutes? What are we at? Five days? I'm going to bill you. I don't know. Fucking. Um, we literally talked about all this stuff, dude. If you have memories from Star Wars games, like, please, like... Write us a letter, um, mail it to the North Pole, Santa Claus or whatever. We'll get it. Trust me. Yeah, it's a, I we mean, love you're right. to, if, we love if to hear from these people. Yeah, and as, seriously, 
Because we know all the facts. We know all the facts about these games. You can't do Seriously, those. we didn't get one fact wrong, and if you think we did, you can go F yourself with a plunger. But um, also, if you did have a fact you'd like to point out to us, or a factoid, you can send that to the North Pole, where I'm sure we'll get it. Okay. And if you have any death threats, you can send them to... What's your handle again? 426969. Yeah. That sounds about right. So, right. send them, so if anyone's listening, anyone's got a problem with the way we talk about Star Wars games, boom, just send those letters straight to hell. We don't want them. Wow. But if you enjoyed what we do, if you enjoyed yeah, seriously. We talk about Star Wars games the way we want to, we talk about games the way me and you, we you we know, go back and forth, dude. We riff. We remember back when I had it on computer, and you remembered I had it on computer. Yes, that's it. Basically, this whole series, this whole <laughs> exactly podcast, so. you remember a game, I remember you remembering a game. Oh fuck. So. That is the end of our Star Wars episode. This is a big, probably the biggest episode I've ever done. It kind of is a big one. I say it every single time, but it gets bigger every time. It does get bigger every time. Ten inches, most RTD2s. Most... <laughs> wow, one RTD2, ten inches. That's amazing. Yeah, that's... George Lucas said it. That's kind of cool. So um, uh, if you want to... If anyone wants to look for you on the interwebs, yeah. what do they want to do? Uh, look at my bunk or whatever, but anyway. Um, moving on, what do you want to do? Or how do you want to... I, if anyone wants to find me, if anyone wants to look for me, like find you in real life, like go to your work and hurt you or whatever, where would they go? Uh, 6969 Avenue, uh, F-U-C-K. But anyway, if you, if you want to, you know, show, throw out some questions my way on Twitter and Instagram, my handle on both is WT Famicom. Uh, this podcast, you can find this podcast on Google podcast. You can find it on Stitcher, Breaker. Public radio, radio public, Spotify. Is and it true? Just, it's on Grinder and stuff too. It's a, it's a special, special thing on Grinder. Okay, pay. that's cool. That's fine. It's, hey, whatever. I'd rather get the free one. Trust me. The yeah. way I've, I've listened to this episode, it's not that good. Also, soon I might be on iHeartRadio. No shit, dude. Yeah. So we'll find out. But if not, I'm not on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe because of copyright infringement. I don't know. Could be. Could be, definitely. Probably because right. of the shit we're talking to. I think we make fun of Apple or iTunes at some point. Yeah, literally to begin the episode. I'm pretty yeah. sure we mentioned it like three times. Anyway, um, you got corrections? Go ahead, mention them to us. If you got stuff you want to add, go ahead, mention it to us. If you played these games and you think everything we said is incorrect, a hundred percent, let us know. We don't give a damn. Just let us know. We want to hear. It. We want to hear from the fans. Oh, seriously, on... we want to hear. We want to hear so much from you guys. Ah, oh, the fans. Ah, oh, the fans. Every night I think about the fans, dude. You know what R two D two says about the fans? Oh, that sounds like a blowjob sound. That's awesome, dude. And on that note, you know, Thanks. Nick, it's been great. It's been a great episode. For real, it's been awesome. What hey, the? I, I know my. I know my, log off. I know my log off. What's your What's your log off going to be? Uh, I just thought it up right now. Game on. Game on. Cut the feed. Cut the feed. Okay. Thanks. Don't you We're have done. Don't you have to say game over? Don't you have to say game over? I'm not going to hit Game stop. over. I'm in a really bad place right now, son. <laughs>